Hello and welcome to the Creative Calm Podcast. I am your host, Denise Christensen Ray. I'm a creative wellness coach who has a passion for adding zest and whimsy to everyday life. As a mom of four, teacher and business owner, life can get a bit crazy and overwhelming, but I have discovered that through the magic of rest, creativity, and play, I have the power to find common success in all areas of my life and business. My mission with this podcast is to show you that this is possible for you as well. I can't wait to help you embrace your playful spirit, find pockets of rest in your days, and dive into the joy of creativity so that you can move past overwhelm and thrive in your life and business. Let's get to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Creative Com Studio and Happy New Year. It is 2024 as I record this episode, the beginning of January, and a really great time to talk about what we're what our topic is today. So we are doing a continuation of what we talked about last week, which is vision boards. Last week we focused on talking about the why we create a vision board and the how they work. So today's episode, we're going to focus on the what exactly is a vision board and how do we make one? Before we get into that, I do want to invite you to come make a vision board with me on January 14th, which is a week away from when this podcast is getting released. I want to invite you to come to my vision board workshop. It's called Craft Your Vision, and it's making a vision board digitally. So we're going to use Canva, we're going to use Pinterest, and we're going to also talk about the 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 processes that we actually talk about in these episodes, the creating the the why behind it, and really focusing on what we want our visions to be and being strategic about creating our boards. Um, it's going to be really great. It's going to also be recorded. So if you sign up, it's it's free to sign up. So you sign up and you will get the recording in case you can't make it on the 14th or if you want to, watch and make it later you can and i made it so that it's a workshop so that if you do attend live you could leave with a completed vision board which would be great because a lot of times we have best intentions to create one and we don't get to it so that does happen also a lot of times we if we do make one we forget about it so my goal is to not have us forget about it and to have us actually i'm going to have workshops throughout the year quarterly to make sure that we are looking at our vision boards we are utilizing them as a tool because what i talked about last week that vision boards are a tool to use to help us remember our dreams our desires and the actions we need to take to bring them to life so if you'd like to be part of this it's going to be awesome it's really a year long thing so the the actual vision board creation time the party, we shall say, is on the 14th. But you will be contacted throughout the year to make sure that you are utilizing it and helping you to utilize them so that we can see some really great visions come to life. So yeah, if you are interested in joining us, I will put the link to sign up in the show notes in this episode. And I would absolutely love for you to be there. 
Let's dive in to today's topic with beginning with a review and talking about the question of what is a vision board. So let's really just dive into that first. So a vision board is a collection of images that are arranged to help you manifest your goals or vision. The word manifest can sound very complicated, but really it's just making things come to life. And it doesn't have to be um, like wish on a star and like hope it actually happens. Like when I think of manifest, I think of co-creating and putting it out there. I believe in a higher power and I believe my higher power puts dreams and desires into my heart. And so if it's there and I put the work into it, I, I can probably see it come to life. So a vision board to me is that I can have it visible so that I, rem I remind myself and I remember, when, especially when I'm not feeling maybe the right energy or I just feel like overwhelmed or tired, I can, say, I can see what is possible for me, what I believe is possible for me. And that is how I see the power of a vision board. So we talked more about things like that in last week's episode. So definitely go back and listen to that if you didn't listen to that one first. I think you probably can listen to this one and that one afterwards. I don't think it has to go in necessarily a particular order. A vision board can be physical or digital. So you could make a vision board that has physical products like using a poster board and magazine cutouts and other items around your house. Or you could make one that's digital and that would involve using a computer program and computer images and maybe your own images that you then alter to put onto the board that is digital. Now you are able to print out that digital board to make it physical. So you'll have, you can actually have a printout or you can have it just in the digital world, but there are two ways of doing it. And then sometimes what I've done is make my physical board digital too, or I'll scan or take a picture of a physical board and have it on my phone or my screen of my computer. So there's ways to kind of make the physical digital and the digital physical. <laughs> um, and I actually think it's really powerful to play around with both. Some years I'll make a physical board. At the beginning of the year, sometimes I'll make a digital board. And I'll actually talk a little later about how I don't only make a board at the beginning of the year. Sometimes I make them for specific things. And it could be any time of the year. You don't. Have, you can make a, a vision board any time of the year. So if you're listening to this and it's June, go ahead. You don't have to wait till January. Like make a board. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. There is really. It's just a time warpy type of thing where we think that January has to be the beginning of everything. It's not true. <laughs> um, I mean, there is some sort of energy that happens at, at a new year time, but I think it's just because. The whole world is like, it's a new year, you know, <laughs> new year, new you. But that's not real. You can decide that at any time of the year. Also, a vision board. Um, oh, I kind of just was talking about this. So a vision board can be created with a different objectives. So you can make a board that's, that's manifesting personal goals, um, a board that's about envisioning a dream life, a visual representation of professional goals. So it could be a board just for your professional life. A yearly vision board, which is what um, I'm going to be talking about in the Craft Your Vision workshop on the 14th of January. Um, it could be a long-term goals vision board. So maybe not just for a year, but like you're thinking in the long-term 
So maybe a five, 10 year, things that you want to see happen over an extended period of time. It could be about a specific area of your life, like a travel vision board. Uh, that's what I was talking about. Like sometimes I make vision boards that are just not for a yearly thing, like just a, sp a specific thing I would like to see come into fruition. So maybe like some trips I want to take or, and those are just fun, you know, like it's fun to create a board all about travel um, or all about a, a specific hobby you have, or maybe you want to enrich your spiritual life. So it's like a spiritual board or you want to do more things as a family. And so it's like, it's just that's your that's that's the focus of that board. So that's really neat is that, you know, taking a portion of maybe a yearly board and then d deep diving with a more specific board or it could be a combination of a few of these things. So, um, yeah, like a vision board is really what you want it to be. You make it to be. It's personal to you. So a vision board can include um, really anything. <laughs> Nothing's off limits. Like it's, it's the sky is the limit. You can make a vision board completely, like I said, your own. But the key is that the, that the images that you include on the board evoke an emotion that aligns with what you want to manifest and your values. So you're not going to put on there like something that is really like everybody else says they want to have, I don't know, say everybody else says they want to travel to Hawaii and you just have no desire to be, go to Hawaii, but you're like, oh, everybody says Hawaii is the place to go. So I'm going to put that on my vision board. Well, that's not evoking an emotion for you because it's not something that's personal to you and aligns with what is in your, um, your, your, your goals, your desires, your values. So really, that's what I believe is important is that we think about and really take some time. That's why I don't rush a vision board. For example, when people come to my vision board workshop, I say you can leave with a completed vision board. But if you don't, that's OK, too. Like, take your time if you need it. And that's actually also why I'm going to be sending out before the workshop some pre-work because it'll help people make some of these decisions and have some time to think about collecting images and collecting um you know, their thoughts really about their visions. Vision boards can also include cutout images and words from magazines, pictures that you take, handwritten notes, drawings, Pinterest or Google images, items of sentimental value. It could be like a, uh, a note that your significant other wrote to you a long time ago that meant like made you feel just so loved and cherished. And you want to maybe rekindle parts of your relationship and you just put that note on there too because it gave you positive emotions and feelings about your relationship. And that's something that will help you with your vision. So like I said, really nothing is off limit. As long as it's possible to add it to your board, then go for it. As long as it's something that is meaningful and evokes emotion and aligns with what you value, then go for it. Okay, so that's what I see as a vision board, what's included in a vision board. Now let's talk about how to make a vision board for manifestation. So first, let me remind you that the process can be enjoyable and fun and easy 
and it can be a wonderful way to unleash your creativity and your playful spirit. We don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves to make the perfect vision board. Okay, so perfection is not welcome here. Remind yourself of that. I actually encourage you to maybe do a meditation first to get your mind right, to just like get get yourself settled, to remind ourselves that we're doing something that's fun. Like there is no pressure to make a vision board. You don't have to make a vision board in your life, but it is something that is a wonderful tool. And if you make it and it's not working for you, guess what? You can make a new one. You don't have to keep your vision board if it's not working or you don't like it or whatever. You didn't, you didn't do it the right, you didn't do it quote unquote right the first time. It's okay. So let's like let ourselves loose a bit and look at this really as a creative endeavor. And that's actually going to create a tool that we can use, but it doesn't have to be a lot of pressure. And that is something that I definitely want to encourage and focus on because we can really give ourselves, um, you know, kind of just make the process not as fun. And when we put the pressure on and then try to make something perfect. And that's what happens a lot of times in creativity. I have a whole episode about this earlier in the podcast about perfectionism and progress, not perfection. And that's what I'm talking about here. Like make, do the prog, get, get, get something out, make something and make progress. And then you can always go back and make additional progress, but we're not pursuing perfection. So the steps that we would take is first you would take time to clarify your vision. And that's what I was saying earlier is that when I work with people and we're working on creating a vision or vision board, I do like to give some pre-work about taking the time to start the process of choosing pictures and getting clear on your vision, on your desires, on your aspirations and dreams. Usually for me, that involves guided journaling and using like a graphic organizer. What I usually use is something called the wheel of life. You've probably seen it before where it's a big circle and it's separated into a certain amount of categories. It depends on what circle you're using, but categories could be like career, relationship, family, hobbies, fun, uh, travel, like all the di- like just different areas of your life that are important to you. I actually have done it a lot of different ways where there's already pre-labeled wheels or you can label your own wheel of life. So you're putting the categories that work for you. And then what you do is like, I think there's like, yeah, there's like lines around the wheel that you color in. So like it goes from zero, uh, one to 10. So if you feel like you're doing great in that area, that could be like a nine or 10. But if you feel like you're like basically non-existent, you're not really putting any energy towards that area of your life, then that would be like a one. (laughs) And then there's, of course, like a spectrum. You could do anything in between those two. So it's a really great way of looking and have a vi- having a visual of where we are feeling that we're, we just need to put some more attention towards in our life because we can visually see that we're not. Um, honestly, you know, like life is, is, is not necessarily balanced every day or every month, but this helps us kind of like even things out and be like, okay, I spent a lot more time on my career this year, but I haven't spent a lot of time with my extended family. So let me like maybe put some stuff on my board about that if that's something that's a value to me that I want to improve on. That's just an example. 
after you take the time to clarify your vision and you're more self-aware and intentional, you'll have a better board, okay? Because you're because you're you're really more in tune with what your true self is wanting and needing. Then number two, you're going to gather materials. So decide if you're going to do a physical or a digital board. So it's kind of important is to kind of be like, okay, am I going to, what do I feel like doing? Do I want to work on something like a physical board and cut out things or print out things and then put it on a physical board with glue? I have a in-person vision board retreat. This is going to be my third one coming up. And in that retreat, we do make physical boards. And it's just, it's really fun to get yourself cutting and using scissors. It's very kinesthetic and it's great. So that's one way of doing it. And then the workshop I'm going to be having virtually over Zoom is obviously going to be a digital board. But even those I'm going to encourage during that workshop that they could um, use a lot of the resources that we talk about in the workshop to make a physical board too. There's nothing that's stopping them from doing that. So if you're making a physical board, you the materials that you would gather are like the actual board. So example, a cork board, a magnetic board, a poster board, or a canvas. You would need to gather images and words for, from like magazines or printed online images and words of your own, from your own photos. Uh, you would need scissors and something to secure the items like glue, tape, pins, magnets, etc. And then I like to say also craft supplies to embellish like pens and markers and paint and stickers. Or you, you know you. You know how you like to make things. If you want to have like, you know, lots of embellishments, then then do that. Go for it. You're Because you want to love your board. You want to love it imperfectly, but love it. Then if you're making a virtual board, a digital board, you would need a computer. I guess, or or I guess you could possibly make it on an iPad or phone too, but I think the computer would probably be the easiest. You would need Pinterest and Google for images. You could also include your own images that you could download onto your board, which is pretty neat too. And you could even like superimpose like yourself into some of the images, you know, nowadays there's so much you could do even on your phone, you know, like you can make yourself a sticker and stick yourself into an image. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so that's possible. Um, my favorite program to use to make a board is Canva. And actually, I'll be teaching how to use that and to make our boards in that during the virtual um, workshop. So you also are going to, after you gather all your supplies, then you're going to actually like find the images and words. So some of this might have happened in the pre-work. You might have spent some time finding some images then. But now you're going to solidify that and go through those magazines, go through Pinterest and Google and really and like search or whatever you need to do to find the pictures that you need that are going to represent um, a lot of the things that you did in the pre-work. And so you're going to match your notes from when you're clarifying your vision to help you select your pictures and words. In the past, I've like just like flipped through magazines and cut out whatever I saw. I've realized that that doesn't really necessarily the best for me. It's better if I have an idea of what I'm looking for than just picking whatever. Oh, I like this pretty flower. I'm putting it on. Like, that's really a pretty board in the end, but it's not necessarily aligned to what my, my true self wants or needs. 
And then after you do that, you're going to arrange your materials. You're going to take everything you collected and arrange it on your board. And you can play around with this. Like you don't even need to secure everything. You can kind of look at it and then move like past and then like like move back a little bit and then like look back again and move it around. Um, have fun with it. Arrange it. Play with it. Again, if it doesn't end up being perfect, that's okay because none of us are going to have a perfect board. Then once you feel like you're happy enough, you're going to secure the items on the board. And then last but not least, I want you to place you place your vision board where you'll see it often. I have mine hanging up in my studio, but I also have it as the background of my desktop, my like screen saver, I guess, of my desktop. I have printed out and put it in a journal before. There's so many things, so many ways you could do it. I've had it next to my bed. And like literally when I woke up, that was the first thing I would see. <laughs> um, people could put it in, like in their bathroom, wherever, their closets, wherever you want to, to put it. And you could have it in multiple places, especially now that we could take pictures or it could be the, originally the digital board. You could print it out. You can then also save it and have it all over your digital life, <laughs> you know. Um, it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's pretty cool. So I want you to do that because we're going to really spend time throughout the year looking at it and um, and doing some of the stuff that I had talked about in the in the past episode. So I think that's a good place for us to conclude our episode. We'll be maybe I'll do another episode sometime middle of the year to just be like you know touch base on how we're doing with our vision boards and like how we can use them. But if you want to understand how to really utilize your vision board and to um, make it work for you, I really encourage you to come to my free workshop. And even if you hear this after the fact, if you hear this in 2024, anytime in 2024, you can join the workshop and you can get access to all the previous video um yeah the previous videos uh and resources and you can make a vision board at any time of the year so no worries the the workshop will be available for the entirety of 2024 and then it will not be available after that except for purchase in 2025 so um i tell you get on board now because it's gonna be good it's gonna be really powerful it's gonna be amazing so I hope you have an absolutely wonderful, beautiful week, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of the Creative Calm Podcast. I hope that you found this episode insightful and that it has inspired you to embrace the three pillars of rest, creativity, and play in your own life. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this. Another wonderful way to show your appreciation and spread the creative calm revolution is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on your social media and tagging me. I want to express my gratitude for joining me on this creative journey. Your support means the world to me. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me on Instagram at Denise Christensen Ray. Until next time, remember to prioritize rest, unleash your creativity, and embrace playfulness. Have an absolutely beautiful, magical day.